If you're enjoying the show and you'd like to get more, maybe you want to get bonus episodes, maybe you want to get episodes early, maybe you'd like to join monthly video hangouts with me, Jeff, and other fans of the show, the way to find out how to do that is to go to patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns. Marlboro for babies. That's smooth. <laughs> Aw, his first words. <laughs> this is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Mars. Fuck yeah, let's go. We want to go there. Let's go there. We're fucked up this planet. We're going to fuck up that planet. Hell yeah, fuck up all the planets. Let's get to more planets so we can destroy them. I can't wait to fuck up another planet the same way we have fucked up this planet. It's going to be dope as hell. You know what, Anthony? We're good enough, we're smart enough, and we're capable of fucking up more planets than just this one. Here's the difference between Earth and Mars. We haven't fucked it up yet? Mars is basically what Earth's going to look like after we <laughs> fuck it up. Oh. If we get there and we make Mars cooler, <laughs> technically, we're undoing what we did to Earth. Wow. That's Think pretty about good. that. We're net... Net neutral on, on planets fucked up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like buying carbon credits. <laughs> it's just like taking an airplane on business trips every day of your life and then buying carbon credits. There you go. It does the same thing. Well, carbon credits get rid of everything, Jeff. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They take carbon credits everywhere. It's like, if it's you, like Apple Pay. Yeah, exactly. If you smoke a cigarette and then eat a stalk of broccoli, it's mm -hmm. like nothing happened. Right. Same with carbon credits. <laughs> There's no need to fix anything else if you just keep buying the carbon You're credits. You're saying carbon credits are the stock of broccoli of global warming. Yes, that is what I'm saying. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, well, we cool, are cool behind-the-scenes fact, that text uh, was Editor Rob seeing if there are any new episodes for him yet. Oh, we're making them, Rob, right Editor, now. Editor Rob. <laughs> Hi, like, Rob. Uh, guys? Guys, are you making episodes? Have you, have, you, uh, have you spoken to Editor Rob? We're on it. Uh, no, I have not. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> He's cool, anxiously cool. awaiting our, our new episodes. Great. Um, Rob, this one's for you. <laughs> We're going to Mars. We're trying to get to Mars. Okay. Not easy to get to Mars. We've talked about this a lot yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. We've I got heard it's test beds in Hawaii trying to figure out what it's going to be like. We're, we're figuring out ways to make Mars travel possible, but yeah. it's not easy, Anthony. I don't know if you know this about space, but it's trying to kill you. Yeah, every, every single bit of space. So here's a new approach to avoiding space killing us. There's an article sent to us by Eric Fredrickson. Thank you, Eric. He sent it. I think he posted it on the, uh, the old Facebook group. Great group. Facebook.com slash group slash we have concerns. We've also got a subreddit if you're a Redditor. That's we have concerns.reddit.com. And if you're antisocial, I understand. Believe me. <laughs> and you can email stories to us at we have concerns show at gmail.com. If you tweet a story to us, it's the same as screaming your concerns into a well. Yeah. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. This is about uh, NASA saying, you know, space is trying to kill us. Sure. Why don't we just make us. Space proof! Harder to kill. <gasps> yeah. If space is trying to kill us. Like Steven Seagal, hard to kill. Yes, exactly. Someone at or NASA. Or was that Jean-Claude Van Damme? It doesn't matter. This is why it's very important for NASA to maintain movie night. Yeah. Because that's where all the good ideas come from. And yeah. thank goodness 
to Dr. Carlson for bringing in his Steven Seagal VHS collection. Yeah, everybody was at first. Everybody was like, dude, you know, this guy's problematic, right? And he's like, yeah, problematic to kill, which is the third movie we're going to watch tonight. It's in the hard to kill trilogy. Problematic to kill. It's hard to kill. Yeah. Nigh impossible to kill. <laughs> yeah. And then problematic to and kill. And slight inconvenience to kill was yeah. really where it jumped the shark. He I gets think. older. That's the problem. <laughs> it's like. You know, it's you can you can kill him. It's just going to be it's going to take up most of your day. Yeah. <laughs> and also there are ethical concerns. <laughs> Steven Seagal is problematic to kill because it's problematic it's, to kill anyone. Yeah, it really is true. So NASA says. There's radiation on Mars. Uh, sure. There's uh, there's stuff that and we just believe them. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> Show us the proof S- where. So there's an incredible amount of radiation on Mars. NASA is still figuring out how to deal with it. We can yeah. put humans there, but how do they deal with all that radiation? Right, because uh, we they just released uh, a study that showed that actually um, there is. Uh, we knew that astronauts were super, super more likely to get cancer than other people. Yeah. Uh, it turns out astronauts are 200% more likely to get cancer than we previously thought, which was already more than anybody else Oof. that's Oof. space dude space has cancer in space it. has consequences yeah which is also a great steven seagal movie Space has consequences <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh they so, thought they could kill his son on the international space station they thought they could get <laughs> very guys, very close to, to steven seagal you guys you thought you could kill my son and then now you're Getting really close to me, and I have, uh, you know, I have issues with that. Yeah. No, Seagull, I can get close as you want. I want to you. I poke you in the nose no, if don't. I want. You can't poke me in the nose. It's that's not number one. Look that's at not me. Polite. I'm invading you your personal space. Don't get in space. my personal space. I'm not. You're not gonna like it. Oh, I'm breathing heavy down your <coughs> neck. <coughs> oh, it turns out space has consequences. Ming <laughs> soon. You, I mostly only saw it on Cinemax. I don't even remember that coming to theaters. Yeah, I, I think it was a straight to Cinemax uh, release. Okay, so here's what we're planning mm-hmm. to deal with all that radiation. We, we got, okay, we got, we got one plan. We got one plan that's like better suits. Suits, but suits, you know. Here's the problem with suits. Uh, I've seen The Martian. Right. The only thing that keeps suits together is human blood. And duct tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you run out of duct tape human blood <laughs> right uh which you're gonna run out of duct tape if you live in space long enough <laughs> uh you can't bring enough you can't bring enough it's duct not possible tape. uh yeah i mean the suit's great but like holes in the suits the suits wear down over time there are times when you're not wearing the suit right you can't wear the suit all the time no try pooping in the suit you can't do it if you're living in a habitat if we build like a little colony where somebody's gonna live yeah they take the suit off yeah it's mostly for smooching yeah holding p- each other tight you gotta smooch in space yeah for morale so here is the plan this is plan b according to this article nasa is considering modifying the dna of astronauts to genetically create people that can handle it yo this is not something just for astronauts (laughs) no 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 we got to make sure the astronauts can handle mars the second you do this listen it's like it's like tang or fiberglass. <laughs> we promise that only the astronauts will get the anti radiation DNA, or like uh, or the foil blankets. Here's what's going down: 
you memory foam pillows. Uh-huh. For at first, this stuff is for astronauts. Just for astronauts. Two years later, we've all got it. Everybody's had tang. Everybody's had tang. <laughs> yeah. And I'll I'll tell you this. Uh I can't wait. Make the astronauts kill proof. Yeah. And make your boy kill proof. Right. What about your boy? You gotta get your you gotta In get this that case, kill proof. I am your boy. In case that wasn't clear, <laughs> wait. It, it is me. I am your boy. Well, what if, by the way, Kill Proof, amazing Steven Seagal Great movie. Steven Seagal movie. So good. It's, it, he is, um, he has to attack he's Dr. Proof. He's covered in like a shellac. <laughs> oh, the Dr. Proof is the, is the bad guy and he has to kill Proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very misleading title. But Kill Proof is also, he's all, Dr. Proof is also Kill Proof <laughs> because he's, oh my God. <laughs> Yo, we just had a hilarious cartoon pratfall. Jeff's Jeff's chair just came apart. Are you are you okay? He got whiplash. Jesus. Fuck. Look at the fucking bolt. The bolt snapped? Look at it. Hey, no. This is that bolt did not snap. This is Issues no, this is a quality stool. It's not even IKEA. It's a it's a Asian manufacturer from Amazon. Sit back on it. Yeah, just sit back on it and don't uh, don't uh, breathe so much. Turns out, are you are I'm you okay though? Proof. Yeah, careful, <laughs> you gotta you can't. I mean, you can, but you can't slide around gonna, before you sit on it. Can't get the folding that. chair. Why we always should be using video? I can't stress this enough. Patreon.com slash we have concerns. <laughs> our fuck our fucking chairs are falling apart. <laughs> Help your boy out. Once uh, again, you, yeah. I am your boy. It's your boy. Jeff is also your boy I in this situation. It turns out. No. All of that stays in the episode. All that stays. <laughs> All right. So. Where were we? What were we uh, talking we about? We were begging I... for money for a new chair for you so you don't die. <laughs> Your old fucking hips can't take that. Jeff is no. 57 years old. Did you set that up? Did you? Are you trying to kill me? Is it, was that an elaborate? This, this show was Jeff, a, was I've a told slow. you a hundred times. When I kill you, you will never see it coming. <laughs> I, I will see that coming. I will kill you. This, this entire show was a long con to get me into that moment. It's I not a it. con. I told you. <laughs> I told you in the beginning. I will be the instrument of your demise, <laughs> yeah. but I also told you, you will not see it coming. Okay. Well, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, but I mean, like, you also didn't die. <laughs> it's true. That's how you know That's I didn't true. do it. Okay. Uh, anyway, astronauts, are they kill-proof? So we're, <laughs> what, what do you, how do you feel about this? Uh, clearly, yes, like Tang. Trickle what down. are they editing? Uh, they're, they're, they're I mean, I know DNA, about... but what, what, is the, what is the end goal? Radi- like, make us more resistant to radiation? Yeah, that's what they talk about in this article. Now, albeit this article is, is very brief and just kind of talks about the possibility. Yeah. But the exact quote uh, is, we are looking at a range of things, from drug therapies to extreme epigenetic modification. Hell yeah. Yeah. Give me those drug therapies, too. NASA, call your boy. <laughs> But if they can only figure out how to make you radiation proof, what, what kind of superpower is that? Dude, walking through radiation all the time? Where do you find radiation? In I'll the- carry eight cell phones on me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jim Carrey told me if I put my cell phone in my pocket, I'll die. Yeah. And Jim Carrey is a scientist. He was in that movie where he could only tell the truth. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Hard truth. <laughs> with <mask>. Steven Seagal. <laughs> Uh, 
I, I'm interested in knowing exactly. It sounds like they're just thinking about it right now, which means they don't know exactly what sort of epigenetic change they would make to make us more radiation proof. Because it's not like there is a. Uh, it's not like being. It's not like radiation being dangerous is a dominant or recessive gene you get from right. here. That's not hereditary. <laughs> yeah. Like it's yeah. not it's not like brown eye blue eye. You flip can't flip a switch and yeah. be anti-radiation. We, we can't point at it and be like there's a mutation. There is there is something about us inherently yeah. where we we break down because of radiation. So I'm interested in knowing what their plan is for that. But isn't this an, in, an interesting way to frame it. But make our you, bones, like, make our bones stronger so yeah. they don't... Uh, so or they everything. Don't, so they don't degrade while you're in space. Better you know? eyesight, better everything. So we don't lose bone mass, so we don't lose muscle mass. Eat less often. Yeah. All that stuff. And then give all that stuff to your boy. But isn't that... Wait, who's your boy? In this, in this particular instance, uh-huh. I am your boy. Okay. So I feel like this is an interesting way to frame the conversation. Because if you ask people, hey, should we, you know, modify human DNA? They'll go, that sounds monstrous. No, yeah. don't do that. That's that's a recipe for should, disaster. Should we modify astronaut DNA to make them safer in space? Yeah. Now yeah. we're like, well, now I'm considering it. Here's here's what's up with that. There are a couple, I think there are a couple reasons why that uh why that works. Number one, we automatically believe that astronauts have a death wish and basically are volunteering <laughs> for death. Right. Like that's right. a thing. Like we oh, man. it's it's kind of like sad. Uh, yeah, but it's almost like um we it's like oh you are willingly signing up to get in harm's way yeah you are you are signing the waiver you're riding to the danger zone yeah you are you're on two you're strapped to two extremely explosive fuel tanks that are the size of skyscrapers and you scream yippee kaye yeah and off you go right and then you go to a place with no air or food right so we sort of think of it in terms of like well these are specific people who are signing up for this. So, of course, yes, if they want to do that, go right ahead. Mm. But it's it's interesting that it's like, in general, if you were like, hey, should I be allowed to walk into a clinic and get a, a genetic therapy that allows me to be more radiation proof? People go, whoa, right. sailor. Yeah. Don't do that. But You're then, just a normal guy. You're not allowed. But then if we have uh, super capable astronauts who have abilities far outpacing our own yeah that's already astronauts dude have you ever met an astronaut no i have they do have that they're just they're just just got that from nature they're just rugged and smart and they're good at stuff and they're just better than you at everything they stick to things it it doesn't matter if somebody is like a persistent 100 percent better than me at everything or 300 percent better than me at everything at that point it's like yeah it it doesn't matter. It's like it's like right. I'm not playing the lottery this week because the jackpot is only eighty million and it'll be a hundred million next week. It's like it doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't matter. You didn't You're win still the lottery. Not the lottery. You didn't yeah. win the lottery, and it doesn't matter what the uh, the theoretical limit of the lottery is. Right. You are outpaced and outclassed. Right. <laughs> okay. That's how I. I mean, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Uh, but I get what you're saying where it's like, well, what happens when they come back to earth? Well, here's, here's my thing back to earth. Well, they're never, number one, they're not, they're going to find a better place and hang out there. They're going to find a better place or they're, and that's what we know about astronauts. Yeah. Uh, but also think of, think of fish that are made to, uh, they're, they're extremophiles, like deep, deep, deep ocean creatures that Mm. are extremophiles, right? Right. 
They can live in extreme temperatures under extreme pressure. I but like if to you think of myself them, as, a, as an extremophile, you're absolutely not an extremophile. No, no, you I like have to think of myself. You have that a way. bookcase completely devoted to board games. That's true. You are the opposite of an extremophile. And I was literally almost killed by a chair just now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a couple things that lead me to believe that maybe you're not an extremophile. And yet, I like to think of myself as one. I mean, whatever gets you through the day. <laughs> Whatever accessories poster you hang on your wall, you know, some yeah. people have the kitten and some people just have a water bear and it says you're the tardigradist. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's my one. So, uh, but you think about these extremophiles, uh, some of them anyway, you bring that fish up to the surface and it immediately explodes. Right. Right. There is still uh, uh, an amount of specialization going on. Definitely. If we make these astronauts, if we if we do something where they hold on to bone density longer or they're less prone to radiation poisoning. Perfect for Mars, not good for Earth anymore. Right. What does that do to them when they come home? Yeah. Do they talk about that home. at all? I mean, they're not coming home. They're never coming home. It's a one way trip. Sometimes they that. come home, but then we shoot them right back out into space. <laughs> and here's what's crazy. We just keep shooting them out into space until they do not come home. <laughs> yeah, that's the that is the plight of the astronaut. It's true. Don't Flight, think of the message Flight of the sending. Astronaut was an indie film mm. that Steven Seagal tried to do, and it did not work. He did not have the range. I really appreciate his attempt. Yeah, sure, really we all do. Gave it his, gave it his all, but he doesn't Ma- have the range. Martha, I t- I'm telling you, Martha, I have to do it. I have to go out into the space because I love you, but I also love humanity, and it's what I've worked for my whole life. Okay, go ahead. Fine. <laughs> Do I kick now? Do I kick now? Stop kicking! Stop kicking, that's your wife. You're supposed to love her. You're leaving her forever to go to space. Kick her goodbye. <laughs> uh, so are you, are you, I don't, I, I'm not reading whether you're for this or against. I know you want it for your boy. I'm for it. Uh, I'm definitely for it, but we, you know, I, we've talked before. I am for further uh, further gene therapy research. I'm into gene editing and epigenetics, right. and I'm and I'm interested in seeing where that's going to take us. And I actually think that by testing this sort of stuff on astronauts, it may allow us to move to human trials and testing for this sort of thing earlier. The good slippery slope. The good, the best slippery slope. <laughs> the be- yeah. It's like, a, you know, it's a water slide. Yeah, those are so good the slippery slopes. The best kind of slippery slope. Yeah, That's with, what this is to this me. This will definitely have ups and downs yeah. and probably a tunnel part. You'll have to ride a tube. Listen, <laughs> metaphors get complicated. Just like gene therapy. <laughs> that amazing Steven Seagal movie. Metaphors are the gene therapy of language. <laughs> Remember that great Steven Seagal movie, Meta- Metaphors Are Complicated? <laughs> uh, so, I don't, so I don't really kick? No, kicking is a metaphor. You're going to kick the habit. It's a metaphor what? You're kick. You don't actually kick. Ow! Stop it! You're a metaphor. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm for it. How do you feel about it? I think it's, I think it's a scary proposition, but I also kind of feel like if it gets us to Mars, if it gets us to Mars, (laughs) gets us to Mars. I don't know. How do you guys feel about this? And what do you think the long, we didn't get into this, but what do you think the long-term repercussions are of making space people who can live in space for a while? 
What do they get up to up in space? Oh, I don't know. And if you're from the if you're from the Sci-Fi Channel, maybe call me because I've got a pitch for you about it. <laughs> anyway, if you're not from the Sci-Fi Channel, you can just tweet your thoughts at us. I'm at a Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada, and you can hashtag those metaphor what? Hey, do you remember when I almost died just now? Yeah, yeah, because of our faulty chairs. <laughs> Is there such thing as a butt concussion? Uh, I think I got one. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but uh, I can tell you this. If you want to help us get a new chair and other new equipment, and I've, I've we've been getting a lot of questions about our YouTube channel and why we don't make video episodes anymore. Uh, we are trying to hit a specific video goal on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, when we hit a specific um, amount of money every month, we are going to start doing videos. We're very close. We're uh, I think we're like $1,500 away per month, uh, and that's because we want to hire an editor, uh, hire somebody to run camera, really do a, a, a nice... Not just a live version on video, but also a nice, like, edited, like, cool series version. Also chairs. Also, we need chairs. We're going to start with the chairs and then move up to video. If you want to help us, patreon.com slash we have concerns. 